I need I need six six zeros on that check. <laughs> ain't no way. So I ain't gonna. I'm not peeing blood for a week. Welcome to Grapples of Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to rap legends and one that we lost today. Uh, news broke a couple days ago that DMX had suffered some sort of heart attack as a result of an OD and was in a vegetative state. And then today he has passed away. So rest in peace to a New York rap legend, DMX. Yeah. Um... This morning I was listening to Hot 97. I heard the news that um, it was falsely um, reported that he passed away yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, his manager said no, that he's he did not. He's still alive, but he there's no like there was no brain like um, yeah there was there was no functioning. Yeah. So uh, today I think his family finally took him off life support, and yeah, man, that sucks. Growing up listening to DMX. The, the the barking and all the rap, um, too many songs to name. Sure. None of them family friendly. <laughs> None Very of them family true. friendly. Yeah, but uh, yeah. rest in peace to the dog. Um, DMX. D- I didn't know DMX was an acronym for something. Is it? Dark Man X. Clever. <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside, um, for those of you who don't know DMX's story, I'm not going to go into it, but it's really dark and really sad um, mm-hmm. to where he's gotten from his stardom back in what, like, 01 is when Rough Riders Anthem hit, something like that? Um, no, he was, he was, well, Rough Riders in the, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. Rough Riders Anthem. I could have that was like 01. 98. Wow. Okay. So Rough Riders yeah. Anthem was in 98. So, his journey from there and his, you know, stardom all to where he is now. It's a really sad story. Um, and unfortunately his demons got the best of him. Uh, obviously if, you know, PSA time, if you or anyone, you know, is struggling with, with drug addiction or anything like that, you know, there's, there's out there's, there's hotlines and outreach out there that there are resources that you can go, um, and seek out, uh, Unfortunately, it doesn't help everybody. And, you know, DMX, rest in peace, man. Yeah, rest in peace to one of the OGs, one of the most underrated rappers of all time. Fact, fact. Anyway, um, as much as we would love to talk about rap and hip-hop artists and rappers all day, because I'm sure Shades and I could do this all day, um, it's not what we're here for. This is a pro wrestling podcast. Wrestling podcast that you're listening to on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apple. That's Grapples the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud? You got Google Podcasts. You got Apple Podcasts. You got iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, Mr. Certified, whatever you need to be. That's what I'm being better to uh, is. Join remotely by my head of life, mate. Tell them who you are, baby. The very sensual, the very doit, Mr. Sunglasses. At night, himself, your boy, the general, your champion, your god, Shades. We are in the midst, smack dab in the middle of what we've been calling Hell Week or the Grapple Apple Scramble or as Shades called it today, the third stage of hell. The third stage of hell, <laughs> yes, absolutely. We've, you know, we had... Uh, NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver, the last two nights. Thank you, Tommy Boy, for being on the show with us those two nights. Um, Don't worry, guys. You'll see him again soon. Real soon. Like 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Like 24 (laughs) hours. Um, But, you know, it's, it's a weird WrestleMania week because typically WrestleMania week, there's a million shows going on, so there's tons of news to report on. But... This year, with it, we're still being in the pandemic, there's not much news to talk about, but there 
is still a show to be had. And so we will do it because that's what we're here for. We're here for you guys. We're here for you. But before we get into any of the news that we have, before we get to any of the analysis, breakdowns, and maybe even some lists, who knows what's going to happen on this show. Shades, I need you to do me one favor. I know you're the champ. And I'm I'm sorry to to impose such a task on you, Sir Champion, but I do require one favor. Oh, seeing as you're not hating anymore, I'll definitely help you out. What do you need? <laughs> Ring that bell. Uh, you want you want to you want to shoot first? You want me to shoot first? How you want to play this? <laughs> <laughs> so this is like normally uh, thrill carries the first half of the show with the non-WWE news, but... <laughs> There's nothing going on outside of WWE. Nothing. There's absolutely nothing. Um, so let's go into WWE real quick. Uh, not a lot is going on there either aside with uh, finishing up the go-home shows for uh, WrestleMania. Um, we didn't want to cover this on the uh, recap show because it's not really a recap thing. It's really for our news and our weeklies. Uh, Frankie Monet, uh, the vignette for Frankie Monet um, to debut on Tuesday, uh, this coming Tuesday, where NXT is moving to on USA still? They're going to stay on USA still, Yes, still on USA, just on Tuesday nights. Uh, Frankie Monet, um, I was just like, maybe the dog's name is Frankie, and (laughs) the Ty of Valkyrie um, name. But uh, it's so obvious uh, when I'm going to call her Taya for now. Yeah. Uh, when Taya bent down to pick up the dog, you saw her the, her tattoo. The oh, the tattoo. Yeah. Oh, for me, it was the tattoo first. Okay. Um, I was like, that could be anybody. Yeah. And then I see the tattoo and I'm like, okay, that's Taya. Um, I'm not a fan of them changing her name. I really thought that she was going to keep Taya Valkyrie. Um, but Frankie Monet is kind of a, a cute name for her her wrestling personality yeah um, i think it makes sense um but uh, i mean other than that there's there was nothing outside of uh nxt except they just barely i i call it they just scraped by in the ratings with a takeover against aew's weekly dynamite 80,000 viewers was the difference. NXT couldn't even break a, a million. They couldn't even break 800,000. That's crazy. That's crazy. On a show that's advertised to be night one of a pay-per-view. They're, better, the, the, they're better night two. Very true. The, the, Very like, true. The, that, night one was better than night two. And people who missed it. And stood for uh, uh, the deliver part. I was trying to stand part. No, the <laughs> deliver part of stand and deliver. Um, e- even Manny Clash messaged me. And he doesn't watch NXT. Mm-hmm. Like he, He's not a real fan of NXT. He goes, um, he texts me, night two I thought was a letdown. Uh, Finn and Cross was the only match I was hyped about this weekend. And I was like, WTF was that. Yeah. So like people people weren't happy about night two. Um, then I, I see like people on Twitter, which is a, a giant cesspool. Uh, w- one of the best taker overs of all time. I, I'm false. like, are you on drugs? All the false. This it was okay. Yeah. It was a it was a slightly above average. Slightly above average. Uh, the headline from one of the, the clips from Wrestling Observer Radio, Brian Alvarez, is um, O'Reilly and Cole under-delivered as Dan and Deliver. I, I got a chuckle out of that. But um, he echoed a lot of the same sentiments that, that you and Tommy Boy had last night, saying that Cole and O'Reilly, you cut that match in half in terms of time, and it's a much better match. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate a lot of his points because I also agree with them. I think we've we've run into this wall in professional wrestling. There's like this. I think Omega and Okada have kind of unintentionally ruined a lot of professional wrestling now. Um, 
because now there's this idea that like if you go over half an hour it's some great epic classic match and it's not about time can time be a factor in a match being good absolutely but is it the factor in a match being a classic no absolutely not and i think that's kind of one of the the, the downfalls to so what's going on in professional wrestling right now and that's what we saw yesterday where they said okay kyle o'reilly and adam cole you're gonna have 40 minutes you cut it in half you probably get it i mean look at champa versus volter was what 15 minutes i think it was a little bit more than that 18 at the most i said 18 to 20 i'll, I'll double check right now though um and that match was the match of the of the entire two nights that that match was the match for both nights. Yeah, and that then was... and and then so what? You think Cole and and O'Reilly doing double the time, triple the time is gonna? No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter how much time you put into the match. The match has to serve the match. Hell, seventeen. It was sixteen fifty nine. Seventeen minutes was Volter and Champa. Seventeen minutes. Match so, felt longer, and it was really short. It was seventeen minutes, and we were blown away by it. Versus 40 minutes that I slept through and you and Davis were not, I mean, you and, and Tommy Boy were not impressed by at all. Yeah, um, we said it. If you, if you cut this by 15 minutes and you get to like that 25-minute mark, you're fine. But, uh, man, the fact that uh, they're moving to Tuesdays now. Just shows that they. It's not that they couldn't compete, but Vince was definitely tired of looking at the the ratings, and seeing AEW week after week after week putting out arguably better content and having a hundred thousand more viewers. I mean, to be fair. This was more has to do with USA and the influx of programming they're going to get when NBCSN folds than it does anything else. Is this really? Yeah, because now they're going to have to take on NHL's Wednesday Night Rivalries among other programming that's going to come over from NBCSN. They, those do better ratings on Wednesday than NXT does. So for that's USA, not, that's not spicy. That's not spicy for the podcast. I'm I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. It's not spicy. But that's not, I a, mean, sexy, that's not a sexier spin. That's that's a that's a fart in church. Everyone's offended. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you know, hold on, hold on. Here's a little. Okay, I, I can add some spice to it. I'll put a little bit of paprika. Cayenne. If, for cayenne. I, cayenne. I mean, cayenne. Some cayenne pot. peppers. Cayenne. Some cayenne. If NXT had been doing gangbuster ratings, then USA would have more incentive to try and restructure a deal with the NHL and maybe have their rivalry night on Tuesday night or something else. It's a lot easier to fight for something if the numbers are coming through, but their numbers are not. They're not beating and they're not beating AEW. They're not beating NHL. They're not beating NASCAR. And so if you're USA and you have this spot, well, why would I hold on? Why would I let the kid who can't compete hold the spot when I have other people who are going to do better in this spot? Yeah. You know? So with that being said, uh, the other bit of news that we have for the WWE is – one person who I actually can't wait to come back, and another person who I didn't care if she came back at all. Um, Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch will return to in-ring action in the not-too-distant future. Now, um, Becky stepped away. She got pregnant. Preggos. Ronda stepped away because, like... Losing in the UFC, she had to take a hiatus, um, and then she just started crapping all over the business. And 
I don't care if she ever comes back. You know, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of Rhonda and her run through no fault of her own. To be honest, I think she might have a better chance now in her second run because she's been there. She's done it. You know, she was coming in having no idea what it was like to be a part of the wrestling industry and and dealing with the wrestling community. She had no idea what it meant to work the schedule, to deal with the fans, getting over, not getting over, creative, mic work. She was brand spanking new. She was greener than grass. She's done it. She did it. She did it for a year. Left. Now she knows what to expect. Theoretically, assuming WWE does not book her the same way they did the first time around, which is part of the problem. She might have a better shot. She might have a better run. If they let her be another wrestler and not the dominating Ronda Rousey, you know, I think we might have a better second run at a Ronda. And she'll know how to deal with the fans now. I think your best bet is for her to be a heel and take the backlash from the fans and fuel it and be obnoxious about it and be arrogant about it. Flaunt the fact that she has all these UFC accolades, that she's, you know, has these judo gold medals and all this stuff. Use her. Didn't she win gold? No, she won bronze. No gold at all. No gold. Okay, whatever. Well, anyway, whatever. She's a medalist. You know, use that resume to fuel your heel character and throw it in the face of like the opposite of Angle almost, you know, where Angle was obliviously a heel. He thought he was the all American and the fans down. He was obnoxious. Let her be the opposite of that. Let her be intentionally smarmy and obnoxious and feed into the heel work. But she's doing that on, on her YouTube page and it's crapping all over the business. But that's the thing. That's the thing. We don't know if she's shooting or if she's working. If she's shooting, like if it's a work, even if it's a work and you're like shoot work, Mm -hmm. you don't, you don't call the business fake. I agree. I mean, we all know that you don't use the F word. Like, you do not call the business fake. Someone who idolizes Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. Roddy Piper would have punched you in the face if you said the F word in front of him. This is very true. So, like, I understand what you're saying. Like, really heal it up. But one, her mic work isn't good. She's cringy. Um, two, her in-ring work is is that of Goldberg. Go in there, dominate for, like, a minute and then that's it. If you want to have like a Sasha Banks type technical match, that's not for her. Uh, I th- okay, I'm not now hear me out. I'm not saying that she is a technical wrestler, but I I think you're you're not giving her enough credit. I don't think she's Goldberg. I think she's better than Goldberg. Is she Angle? No, she's not Angle. But and, and that's what we have to compare her to, right? Because that's the closest comparison we have is someone who's coming from the actual quote unquote real sports and is coming over green as grass and is learning the industry. So her, her, her biggest comparison has to be Kurt Angle. Has she taken to it the way Kurt did? No. Granted, no. But if you look at the like her actual body of work, she's not terrible. She's not great. But for someone who is who got in the ring for the first time, you know, following WrestleMania 34, no, I, I mean, you know, I I don't think she was too bad. I've always said this. I don't think she's terrible in the ring. Obviously, the more training the better. I think she's a natural athlete, and that translates. Um, uh, I guess my bias, like I don't like Ronda Rousey as a I know. person. I'm aware. I don't like her. I don't like her like as a fighter. I don't like her as a wrestler. I don't like her as like a, a, at all. In any um, capacity. <laughs> yeah, like, she is in the Sam Roberts category <laughs> of rat face. Oh, my God. You and Sam. Bro, if we ever blow up and make it, we're going to have to answer for you and your Sam Roberts thing at some point. I'll you know this, yes? S- I'll 
spit right in his face. Oh my god! Put me and Sam to... Roberts. Put me and Sam Roberts in a Hell in the Cell match. This man's trying to end our career before we even have one. I'm about to end this man's whole, whole career. career. <laughs> oh man, I can't take you anywhere. Oh. But uh, on the flip side of that coin, now Becky Lynch coming back. What are they gonna do now? Because that the man stuff is is ice cold. I mean, she's gonna have the that return pop. That's gonna that's gonna sit on her for a little bit. You know how that is. You know, just mm-hmm. as just because she's back, she's gonna be the hottest thing in the in the industry for the first like month or two that she's back. Her first feud, whatever it is, is gonna be a hot feud. Then it becomes where do we go from here? Um I don't you know, I don't know. Um I'd say put her on SmackDown. Because considering, okay, so it depends on what happens at WrestleMania, right? We have Rhea Ripley, who just made her debut, facing Asuka at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's Championship. If Asuka wins, do we really need to see Becky and Ronda? I mean, Becky and Asuka again? No. But do we want said it though? I think you just said it. What? Yeah, Becky, Becky versus Ronda again. Hear me out. Becky Becky got like major um reaction out of Ronda Rousey. Sure. Who did she pin at WrestleMania? Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. So Ronda comes back first. She's okay. talking up, she's talking it up, blah 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 blah. And then Becky comes back out doing her shut up, you little weirdo thing. Um, so you want them to return on the same night? Yeah. I would want them to return on the same night. They're not going to because if Rhonda comes back first and then Becky follows immediately after, it's going to take away all of Rhonda's like, mm-hmm. pop. Besides from a rating standpoint, you want to separate them. You yeah. get the, the ratings boost from Ronda's first return, from Ronda's return, and then you get the ratings boost from Becky's return. And it's not going to be a surprise because you know WWE has to announce it so that they can get the ratings pop. Uh, yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is like in, in if, if I'm fantasy booking right now, mm-hmm. they both return on the same night and that's their first feud. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to the way that Ronda Rousey stole Asuka's Thunder Mm-hmm. After winning the first women's Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. that's what that's what she should do. Mm. She should come out, take Ronda's thunder. It's like, I took your belt. I'm taking this away from you. Like, okay, play play up to it. Okay, let, let them have a let them have their first feud. Um, Becky versus Ronda isn't um isn't an appetizer of a match. You know, like they had. Scolding like that was that oh, was yeah heat yeah they had heat it was fire heat. um yeah uh I had super hot fire <laughs> don't forget the super so I I think that in in a fantasy booking world I think that would be an ideal return for the both of them okay I dig it I dig it and then if they want to do the whole like shoot work thing. You can always have Becky throw the fact that she has a kid in Ronda's face. No, 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 no. You do not do that. Why not? Ronda's what whole thing was she wants to leave to have kids, and then Becky could just be like, you're just mad because I did without trying what you've been trying to do. Medically. Well, what if medically she can't, like, she's okay, not Okay, okay, okay. Fair, 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 fair. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Did not think of that. That'd be incredibly insensitive to women who can't. Okay. Exactly. Okay. That's, that's, you're right. That's not a slope that you want to go down if you're nope. WWE. You are 1000% right. That's yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I thought of that. Like mm-hmm. I was going to say that. I was going to say um I took your championship. I beat you to motherhood first, blah 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, exactly. Blah. And then just like mm, but what yeah. about the people who can't conceive? Like you that's are kind right. of You you yeah, are 1000% yeah. right. That's my bad. So 
So now, yeah. no, okay, so you gave her some booking on Raw with Ronda. Now, how about I give you some booking on SmackDown with Bianca? <sighs> <sighs> okay, now, before you start, okay, is Bianca the champion? Yes. All right, I want to hear where you go from here. No, no, this is tricky. This is a this is a super tricky feud, and this is going to be a long one. So I can already see where you're going, and I like it. But um, in my head, I, I'm way okay. ahead of you right now. But I want to see if we meet somewhere in the middle. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued because if I, I hope we have different ideas. So, so go. I'm here. Okay, so Bianca's the champion, right? Becky comes back. Becky's like, you're the EST. You think you're the EST? I'm the man. I'm I, the, yep, 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 yep. Oh this my is God. this We're, is my show. This is my company. I'm the man. You're not the EST. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the angle, right? At the, however, if you're going to do the angle, then you can't care about heel and face. This isn't about heel and face. This is about the EST versus the, best. the man. The best. It's about the, who's, who's better. Exactly. Okay. Now, you don't want Bianca losing her first championship feud. You don't want mm-hmm. Becky losing her first feud coming back. So we stretch this out. If Bianca's taking it off of Sasha, Sasha and Becky are both part of the four horsewomen. At some point, you have Becky and Sasha join up. Just so we can stretch this out. Bianca can pair with I don't care who. Make it Carmella if you want. Um, I don't care. But I would rather not be Carmella. I'd rather not be Carmella. That's not, but that doesn't work. Bianca's a baby face. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather not be Carmella. I'm just doing a name out there. Whatever. The point is that we get Becky and, and Sasha to stretch the feud out a little bit. And also we want to, you know, kind of keep touching back on the whole um, Sasha and Bianca feud. You have Sasha and 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 Becky have a relationship and now you have this new feud with Becky and and Bianca so that's how you can stretch that out a little bit and have them trade wins and losses so that by the time we get to whoever loses the feud it's not that deep if this is something that starts let's say this is not too distant future so let's say that starts at SummerSlam if this starts at SummerSlam let it go through to Survivor Series you know a long enough time where we've gotten some heat, but not so much time that it's drawn out. SummerSlam is usually in August. Survivor Series is normally what November. No, that's three months though. Yeah, that's bro. Come on, that's plenty of time to start the feud, have a match where it's a no contest, have Becky and Sasha, you know, team up, have some sort of tag team match at another pay per view, and then we land at Survivor Series. Where Bianca can go over and retain, you know, or Becky can have a triumphant return as champion. What either way, at that point, we've already built both of them up so that whoever loses will be fine. You had me, and then you lost me. That's fine. Go ahead. Um, Get, go. Go for it. No, no, I'm like I'm. I agree with what you're saying. The whole um, I'm the EST and like, you're the, you think you're the EST, but I'm the man, and uh, I run things around here. Blah 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 blah. So they can play up to that, mm-hmm. and then oh, and then Bianca obviously can be like, you don't even go here anymore. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. The the start of the feud is money. It's getting yeah. to the rest of it. That's you know, the, well, uh, getting to the rest of it's malleable. You can really play around with a hundred percent. Uh, but setting the feud, doing the EST versus the the man thing, that wow, my voice just broke. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's how excited I am for this. Um, that establishing that is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing is, how do you proceed going forward? Because you're right, you can't have bianca dropped the belt so quickly on her mm-hmm. first defense i mean what is she mm-hmm. koda abushi Ooh, sick burn koda um is my is my bias still showing <laughs> so i don't know like I, I i really don't know where they can go with this I, at least you had a solid plan like you had it worked out for three months yeah i just like i was like we got this started 
Now we're going to Vince McMahon this and we're going to play week <laughs> by week. Like, that's it. I mean, I'm down for either one. Um, one is picking up the feud where we left off and the other one is a brand new feud. You know, mm-hmm. and my the only reason I'd lean towards my booking, not necessarily because it's mine, but I like the idea of using Becky to build up Bianca. It's also something new. Like, we've seen exactly. Becky versus Ronda. Right. We haven't seen Becky versus Bianca. Exactly. Either way, so, whatever. Yeah. Just just have Becky do something. Don't have her show up and do nothing for three weeks while she just, like, hangs around backstage chit-chatting with random people, hanging out with the New Day, and, like, an awkward moment where she and Seth Rollins pass each other and wink. Like, I, I don't – don't give me that. I Because I, you know that's what WWE is going to do. <laughs> I mean – I. If if they do something with Becky and Seth, and he's just like, "How's the kid?" Like, I'd lose it. <laughs> like, how's the kid? And just like walks away. <laughs> uh, I just don't make them an on-stream couple. That's all. Just that's all I ask for. Don't do. But they that. already did. They already did. Just but... no. But I don't. I don't want them to be like, "Weren't you supposed to have a baby? Where's the baby been?" Like, I don't want them to talk about the kid on TV. I want to hear it. I want to hear. It. Mm-hmm. I want to hear. It. If it's a if it's a one liner like you just said, then all right, fine, whatever. But I I don't want it to be a thing. I don't want it to be a thing mm-hmm. because then then they're, they're both going to be tied to each other forever, and I don't want to do. I mean, look at Stephanie McMahon. Once her and Triple H got married, that's it. She's always been Ste- Triple H's wife. Uh, yes and no. Um, when she was the GM for SmackDown, uh, they kind of like. She wasn't Stephanie McMahon Helmsley. She was just Stephanie McMahon. Okay. Um, but I'm um, once she left and came back, and the Triple H was actually feuding with Orton. Like they they like reintegrated that again. So right. Yeah. But I know I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You don't want you want Becky to be her own individual. Yes. You don't want her to yes. be like it's Becky and Seth. Right. Exactly. I don't want I want Becky Lynch to be Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins to be Seth Rollins, and they happen to be married with a child in real life. That's what I want. I don't want Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So yeah, look, I'm I'm interested to see how they both of them return, when they return and how WWE messes up their returns. Yeah. So that's that's literally all the WWE news that we have. Um, now, while TakeOver was happening on night one, AEW was still putting out Dynamite. They still have a show to run on TNT. And on this week's episode of Dynamite, there was two little nuggets, two little segments that add some intrigue moving forward. First, we had Chris Jericho confronted and surrounded by the Pinnacle. Jericho seems to be by himself. There's no one with him. They take him to the ring. They beat him up. They're they're just brawling on him. No one's there to help him. The camera cuts the backstage, and the inner circle was locked in their dressing room. They're trying to use a chair to break through the door. They can't get there, you know, doing what they can. But Jericho's getting beat up. And then all of a sudden on the Jumbotron, or I think that's that's trademark, so I don't know, the big screen, um, we get Brooklyn... Iron Mike Tyson on the screen, and here comes Iron Mike. Try rips off his shirt mostly, can't get it ripped all the way to the bottom. So like the bottom of his shirt is still there, like draped man, over. Is, man, it's in his fifties, <laughs> yeah. and he comes in. Everyone like runs away, and he starts just throwing body shots at Sean Spears. I don't know how poor Sean Spears drew the lo- the short straw, and it was like, <laughs> okay, it's gonna be Sean. It's like, ah, oh, damn it! No, no. <laughs> I'm like, yo, TK, you want me to eat shots from Tyson? I need, I need six, six zeros on that chest. <laughs> Ain't no way. So I ain't gonna. I'm not peeing blood for a week for a storyline. <laughs> So Sean Spears is in the corner taking body shots from Tyson, and then the rest of the Pinnacle pull out, um, pull him out from like by his feet from the ring, um, and then Tyson helps up Jericho. Inner Circle comes out, and that's pretty much the end of that segment. Is Tyson is now with Jericho and the Inner Circle, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, I'm a little confused, and I'm interested to see how they play this because the last time we saw Tyson. Him and Jericho were butting heads. 
So. Uh, Jer- Jericho tweeted something out or put something out on his Facebook page about it. I don't remember what it says, but it was um, it was something to the effect of um, bitter rivals turn uh, better friends or something like that. Oh, that's a play on the um. Wasn't that a WWE pay-per-view? Uh, Best Friends, Better Rivals, something like that? With Triple H and Shawn Michaels? That was a WWE 2K-like storyline thing. Really? Yeah. Could have sworn that was a Triple H. Oh, whatever, anyway. No, no, that's... that. Was, you're, you're not wrong. It was Triple H and Shawn Michaels. But it was on the, the, the 2K game. It was the uh, oh, showcase. Okay. okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, so anyway, so yeah. Um... I also don't understand the point of it, of including Mike Tyson here. You know, I don't. I'm not really sure I get it, but whatever. I'm curious to see where this goes. Mm. <laughs> That's it. No, no other thoughts mm. than. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a fan of them having celebrities or former super like former like mm-hmm. pro athletes wrestle. Like, I'm I'm sorry. This is, Mike Tyson is not. Like, I love Mike Tyson. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I've watched his stand up. I've watched, you know, his cartoon. I watched his boxing fights. Um, I I like him outside of wrestling. I mean, he ain't gonna wrestle. <laughs> and if he if he is gonna wrestle, it's not gonna be believable. It's not gonna be pretty either. It's not. It's like Mike Tyson's going to throw real shots, and he he doesn't know this. Like when Mayweather broke Big Show's nose? Exactly. Like, he, Tyson doesn't know how to play fight. He knows how to <laughs> fight fight. <laughs> he, knows how to, he knows how to almost kill you. <laughs> this man made a living of demolishing people in seconds. Yeah. And what do you I, want him to do? Go out there and shadow box with people? Like, no, that's not gonna happen. Is there any is there anything scarier than the thought of being a professional wrestler standing across from Mike Tyson? I I would rather I would rather take the ten lashings that Cody got <laughs> than the inevitable and, one punch. Than the inevitable because that one punch can kill you. <laughs> punch your nose through your skull. You start blowing your nose through the back. Oh my oh, god! Oh, like, well, he'll he'll hit me so hard, my brain will rattle like <laughs> like a cartoon. Just gonna shoot off to every end of my skull. <laughs> like I'm good. I'm gonna be coughing up. Like I'm coughing out my thoughts. Like that's. <laughs> But I, I'm 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 okay with like them easing up on the celebrity stuff. They have the yeah. Shaq thing, um, like like ease up. Slow down, I agree. man. Let's, I agree. Let's, I agree. Too much reliance on on celebrities right now. They're trying to get that that celebrity ratings. You know, they're trying to hit that that barrier into the cross into the mainstream. I get it. I get it. I don't, I'm not saying I like it, but I get it. No. Um, the other thing that happened on Dynamite that's worth mentioning. This was so dumb. Is the Young Bucks are heels? Question mark. So we had a six-man tag match where John Moxley teamed up with the Young Bucks against Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Towards the end of the match, uh, the Young Bucks are working on Kenny Moxley puts him in position for the paradigm shift and the bugs can't bring it to themselves to let anything happen. And they end up super kicking John Moxley. They had it. They previously had him set up for the, the melter driver and they couldn't do it. So that's when Moxley was like, forget it. I'll take care of it myself. He went for the paradigm shift and they super kicked him. And then he was then beat up. The who's was what is this guy Eddie Eddie Kingston comes out. He's interfered with by the Good Brothers who intercept him, 
They give him the magic killer on the stage. Then they proceed to beat up on John Moxley. Uh, Omega goes up to the Bucks. He puts up the two sweet. They don't two sweet him. They tell him to put his arm down, but then they all hug in the ring. Omega, the Bucks, and the Good Brothers all hug in the middle of the ring. What the, the thing that I, I didn't like, and we've had this conversation before, is as it's all going down, I forget who it was, was screaming out, the Bullet Club is back together. And I'm just like, leave the Bullet Club stuff alone. You can use the same guys without having to constantly call them the Bullet Club. But then I think it was um, Shivani was like, oh, screw the Bullet Club. So, like, at least we got that. Um, so, yeah, I don't. It, are the Bucks fully healed now? Are they with Kenny now? I don't know. I I had been enjoying the story they were telling before, where Matt and Nick were trying to save Kenny from Don Callis, where, you know, Don Callis kept trying to pick at Matt and Nick, and he's telling Matt, he's like, What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You're you're nothing. You don't feel anything anymore. You're a sellout, blah, blah, blah. And Matt was getting more and more upset and he's getting angrier and angrier. And we're seeing we were seeing this side of Matt and Nick Jackson, especially Matt, this angrier side that I was enjoying. I thought we were gonna get a more grounded young bucks that at some point we're gonna beat the Good Brothers and Don Callis, quote unquote, to save Kenny's soul. I thought that's where this story was going. Instead, they quote unquote sold out, and the it fans are chanting. The fans are chanting, "You sold out! You sold out!" And I'm like, "Oh, this is boring." I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Yeah, I mean they 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 did the whole like uh, as long as you're with him, like you're no. You're no friend of ours, right? Exactly. Now. Like, right. And they come outright and say it, but it was right. implied. Right. And now you joined them. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So that's what's like. It's dumb. It's dumb. Mm-hmm. Dumb. Dumb. So dumb. Hmm. I'm, I'm so dumb. Really disappointed in AEW for going in this direction. This feels like a very WWE direction. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand. You had one story that you could have told that was a unique story. You know, Kenny is struggling to find himself. Don Callis is in his ear. He's got the Good Brothers, his friends from Japan. Kenny's he's egotistical now. He's this double champion. Blah blah blah. blah. The Young Bucks are fighting to save Kenny's soul. That should be the story. That he's they're battling everyone that Don Callis throws at them until you finally and like, bro, for a guy who loves like video games, Kenny, this is like an old school like ladder to the boss Mm -hmm. you go through all these other people you get to the good brothers who are like the semi-boss you beat up don Callis, and then you get to the boss which is kenny omega no they they could have played it up so much yeah they could have played this up but the way that they did this like it, it, it it's lazy booking in my um, opinion imagine if we got at the end of this all we get matt who's the older of the jacksons matt versus kenny that's that's where we end all this and and that way we get to also see because people always judge the bucks think they're not good singles wrestlers i guarantee you that would have been a banger of which, is, which is so false because i haven't seen a bad Young Bucks singles match. Exactly. Exactly. But you you know how like, you know, these these marks first they were just spot monkeys. Oh, they're just spot monkeys until they had the the tag team match in New Japan with Kota Abushi and Kenny. And then all of a yeah. sudden they have respect as actual wrestlers. And now, oh, they're just tag team wrestlers. They're not and they can't single wrestle. Well I think it was Nick or Matt was one of them against Ray Phoenix on a dynamite, which was a fantastic match. I think that was Nick. But- I think that was Nick. It was Nick. It was Nick because Matt was uh, the back thing. Matt the ba- was yeah, the back. Yeah, Matt was his back, right? Uh, that's when he got power bombed through the stage mm-hmm. on from uh, Pride and Powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I don't get what they, what they're doing here. You're right with the whole uh, the Bucks trying to save Kenny's Kenny's soul in Japan. We came up together as juniors. Mm-hmm. We, we ruled the heavyweight divisions as mm-hmm. tag team and IWGP heavyweight champion. Like, like you don't, you didn't need Don Callis for that. Why mm-hmm. do you need him for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, 
school. Another thing, we we had your back when they went. Um, mm. when they they, when they went left, when they left and went up north. Yep, yep, like, yep. We were there yep. in Japan yep. with you still. Yep. Like they could have played that so much better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the same way that Don Cal is, the same way that Don was playing. Oh, Kenny left all the people he loved to start something new with you guys. The Bucks could have turned around and said, "Yeah, we were there when the Good Brothers left him to make more money somewhere else." They could. They could. We abandoned our family in California to be in in Japan and provide for them as a group, as the best thing in professional wrestling. Yep. Yep. Like I, I, I can't right now. I'm sick to my stomach. I don't even want to speak about this anymore because the way that they're booking this mm-hmm. versus the way that we just booked it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, man. And I mean, just real quick, they're clearly doing aside from their whole belt collector thing. Like that's what first that was the first story was Kenny's doing the belt collector thing. We got to pause on that apparently. No, but then, because like, he's facing Rich Swan at the end of the month. Yeah, but they're they're making this become like the center of his story. They've kind of put the the the, the foot off the pedal on the 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 belt collector storyline. So all the more reason why you should do this properly because you don't like, you can still do the bell collector thing and the saving Kenny's soul at the same time. And then, Oh my God. Oh my God. And then how about this? How about this? Since he's the bell collector, the last one he can't collect is the IWGP heavyweight championship, which at that point will be held by, by uh, Okada. He loses to Okada. Then the Bucks, quote, they, they beat everybody, including the Good Brothers and Don Callis, to save Kenny's soul. And then once Kenny and the Bucks reunite, that's when he beats Okada to collect the last belt. Hmm. But no, that's all, that's all gone. That's all out of the window now anyway. Oh, um... Huh. I I didn't know this because what? we were so um so distracted with Imp- Impact um NXT uh Kenny was on Impact and uh in a six man tag mm-hmm. um Kenny and, and uh Gals and Anderson versus Rich Swan, Eddie Edwards and Willie Mack okay and Rich Swan pinned Kenny Omega. Okay, so we def- so now we definitely know what's going to happen. Uh, Kenny Omega is definitely match. taking that, <laughs> without, that belt from Rich Swan without question. Sorry, Rich. Hope you enjoyed Kenny it while o- you had it. Kenny Omega is going to look like Don, um, uh, Dan Severin at, at the end of this. <laughs> the on him. Love it, love it, love the reference. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think I think that we've covered the weekly. Um, is there even enough to plan a seat this week? Uh, nope. <laughs> I mean, we can give her a bad seed. That's easy. Oh, I mean, I think it's unanimous. That goes without saying at this point. Um, and then our good seed is uh, people are alive. <laughs> well, well, first of all, let's let's not let's not just in the world of professional wrestling. There are good seeds, and there are bad seeds. Uh, but uh, you do the rest. That's your. Thing. <laughs> you started it. I thought you were going to do the whole. Th- I was like, okay, uh, we'll switch it up this time. No. But at the end know, of the day, how many, epi- how many episodes we've we done this? <laughs> Never remember that. Part. It's like me closing out the shows. Don't do it. It's not, it's not a thing. I open. I don't close. At the end of the day, they all contribute to the garden, to the to the tree, to the garden, to the forest that is professional wrestling. So you got me all tripped up. <laughs> so, so um, my good seed, my, my good seed goes to the potential return of Becky Lynch and the storylines that we played out for her. Okay, cool, 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 cool. My bad cool, seed cool. goes to the Bucks and their stupid booking. <laughs> Um, okay. I have a good seed that might, that might surprise you. Okay. My good seed goes to the debut of Frankie Monet. Okay. 
Okay. Because I think that'll be a nice, refreshing shot in the arm to the women's division, especially with Raquel Gonzalez being the new champion. Mm-hmm. My bad seed goes to the Young Bucks and the, their stupid booking. <laughs> so, so now that we've got that out of the way, let's get to the level four of our oh god uh stages of hell right i don't want to all right the fourth stage of hell wrestlemania night one we have finally gotten here to the granddaddy of them all live for the first time with most likely a sold out arena oh gosh so we have so many outbreaks on April 10th and 11th, the year of our Lord, 2021. <laughs> From Tampa, Florida, Raymond James Stadium, home of your Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh. Oh. The, tag, the tagline for this WrestleMania, back in business. Sure. On the poster, we have the the tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, front and center, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, Sasha Banks, and Bad Bunny. And Seth Rollins, and all the way in the back. And Is the, he, yes, he's the in the skull. The, yeah. <laughs> the eye of the skull. <laughs> it's such a random placement for anybody, let alone a yeah. <laughs> First of all, you gotta look like hard. <laughs> Into finding that. Oh, boy. But Bad Bunny made it to the poster. Uh, I picked up Amanda from work today, and her co-worker was wearing her Bad Bunny shirt uh, from the Royal Rumble. I'm sure that if he has merch for WrestleMania, Amanda's going to ask me to buy it. So we're going to get that as well. Um, You know, there's at least two customers in my neighborhood who regularly wear the Bad Bunny uh, Royal Rumble hoodie. See, the guy's over. <laughs> the guy's over like Rover. They're like these teenage, you know, Mexican girls or Latina girls, rather. I don't know if they're Mexican. Um, and they just they walk around the neighborhood in their Bad Bunny Royal Rumble sweaters. I'm just like, huh? Oh, you're you're a wrestling fan? No, I'm a Bad Bunny fan. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> I don't bother you, nuts. I'm gonna talk to these little <laughs> girls. The cops will be called on me. <laughs> I just, oh. We have seven matches on <laughs> night one, seven matches for night two. We're not getting into night two until we finish night one, of course. Yes, sir. So I, I, I'm going to let you do the honors and kick off number one for us. Okay. These, these women are going to main event. Yes. Night one. Um, I'm, I think that's dope. Uh, main eventing night one of WrestleMania for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. The challenger, Bianca Belair, taking on the defending champion, Sasha Banks. I, after what happened at TakeOver, Stand and Deliver, need to make sure that I'm picking with my head and not with my heart. And so I'm going to go Bianca Belair. Yeah, this is easy. You're closing the night fireworks, Bianca Belair. Easy. Absolutely easy. Bianca Belair. Not so much to lock it. Right. But Bianca Belair. I have my lock for the night already, though. So do I. Um, um, so next. For the WWE Championship, defending champion, Big Bob Lashley, taking on the Scottish Warrior. I wish they called him the Scottish Psychopath, so it was, it was so much better. Um, Drew McIntyre. Um, are you really going to have two titles chains hands? Is Bob Lashley going to be a transitional champion? I think so. I think we're getting Drew going over. I too have Drew. Ooh. Yep, yep. I think okay. he's he's their real top guy. And um wow, really and- professional. I I am so I'm so sorry. I had the ringer on for before so that if you messaged me I'd hear it. I totally my bad. Um moving on. 
The next is a tag team match pitting the Miz and Morrison, hey, hey, hey ho, hey, ho, 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 versus Bad Bummy, Bad Bummy, I'm sorry. Bad, bad, don't, Amanda, don't listen to this episode, I kill him. Bad Bunny and Damien Priest. I'm going the Bunny and the Priest, Lock. Lock, Lock, this is my Lock of the Night. Lock. If I can bet my life, this is the night. Lock. Lockity lock. Lock, lock, lock. Uh, the new... Uh, the, 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 the new... The next match is for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships, the New Day, uh, taking on the phenomenal AJ Styles and Edward James Almost. <laughs> You're so stupid. Uh, and almost, um, AJ ver- AJ is going to win this. I-, I think they really want to get a Grand Slam championship into AJ before he finally packs it in and calls it a, a career. Um, also, I don't see I- I- Kofi pinned AJ when he was WWE champion. I don't see mid card Kofi beating AJ Styles, and no one's pinning almost. Interesting. We have our first difference. I think the New Day retain. And I think one of them is pinning almost. I think almost is going to eat the pin here. Mm. It's going to be some sort of like schoolboy or a roll up or something. Something fluky. Where it's going to be his inexperience is what causes them the match. Hmm. I would love to see AJ be a Grand Slam champion. Grand Slam champion. You know I'm on board with you for that. I just don't think this is tonight. Or tomorrow night. Tonight. Whatever. You're listening tonight. <laughs> exactly. That's why I was like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I just think it's um, going to be at WrestleMania night one. If anybody's getting rolled up, it's AJ. It's not almost. It doesn't okay. make sense. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> next. next. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> In a steel cage match, Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon, Boy Wonder, Son of Shane the O'Mac. Boss, Shane O'Mac, the Million Dollar Son, versus apparently the Dullard, Braun Strowman. The Dullard. <laughs> I hate, I hate so much that this whole feud is because Shane keeps calling Braun dumb. We're having a WrestleMania match because he keeps calling him dumb. Ugh. I hope Braun <laughs> rings his neck out in like five minutes. I really do. I feel like Shane's going to escape this. Oh, like, that's so gonna, bad. I feel like Shane's going to escape and, and that's, that's it. That's character assassination to Braun Strowman. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to go Braun, though. Good. I, I I I can see Braun ragdolling Shane and Shane escaping by the cage breaking. So, yeah, some thing where like he didn't really win. Braun lost. Yeah. Or like he's not even gonna know that he won or something like you know what I mean? Like he's gonna be knocked loopy, but the ref's gonna raise his hand. He's, I can so see it, and if it happens, I'm gonna be so upset. But I gotta go with Braun. That's going to murder his character. If Braun loses this, retire. Yeah, but if he loses in that fashion, I think it's okay. Why does Shane need this? I don't know. Why does Shane need to win another WrestleMania match versus Braun Strowman? I'm going to go... I'm going to go Braun... I have the opportunity to change it before the end of like before the the pay per view starts tomorrow, but I, I I'm going Braun. It has to be Braun. It has to be Braun. It's because of that I'm going with Braun because it has to be. Uh, the next match is Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Now Seth Rollins lost last WrestleMania against Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Um. Does Cesaro, like, they're pushing Cesaro right now. Seth has gotten the better of Cesaro almost at every every opportunity. 
I think Cesaro finally gets like another WrestleMania moment. I think Cesaro wins this. <sighs> and no, unless... no, I'm sorry, Seth Rollins is going to win this. I can see a curb stop happening. Yeah, unless they suddenly remembered who Cesaro is, why would they? They've had Cesaro on their roster for God knows how long. Why would they suddenly start putting him over Seth Rollins of all people? No shot. Yeah. Seth is going over. I mean, Seth doesn't need it, but uh, um, I, I can uh, listen. Cesaro, you're at WrestleMania and you're not in a battle royal. Be happy. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly. And the last match on the card for the night is the Tag Team Turmoil match, where the winner will receive a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match on night two, where they'll be facing the current WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. The participants of this match are the team of Lana and Naomi, the team of Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, the Ride Squad, made up of Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, and the team of Natalia and Tamina. I love how only one of these tag teams is actually a tag team with a tag team name. Um, again, I have to go with my head and not my heart. So as much as it pains me to not pick the Riot Squad, I think Natalia and Tamina win this. What? Yep. Please, please explain. Okay. The champion, the current champions are Naomi, I mean not Naomi, are Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. So it's not going to be the Riot Squad because they've already had that match and no one's going to buy the Riot Squad having a shot, even though they should. It's not going to be Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose for similar reasons. So that leaves you with the only logical story, which is Lana and Naomi, and then you have Natalia and Tamina. Now, they've already shown that they're not willing to do the Lana storyline right. So I would not be surprised if Lana and Naomi are like the second team eliminated. Natalia and Tamina are veterans. They can have a whatever match that doesn't mean anything so that come next week, they can do a new program for the tag team champions. Um, you can do the powerhouse versus powerhouse where you have Tamina and Nia Jax, but they're also family. So you have that story playing out where their partners are going to be looking to each other. Then you have the technical versus technical with Natalia versus Shayna Baszler. I just, when I go through these four teams, it, it I land at Natalia and Tamina. Hmm. I landed at Lana and Naomi. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes story storyline wise. That makes sense. But how many times have we seen WWE do the opposite when it comes to Lana? I think it's because she got kayfabe hurt and they brought um, Charlotte back that now she's going to have that opportunity again. So I think Lana and Naomi are going to like going to to win this match. OK, hey, you could be right on the money because it makes all the sense in the world. But just they, they seem to have some sort of like issue with Lana where they, they will embarrass her and not let her get her comeuppance every turn they get. So I have no confidence that they'll do it right this time. Yeah. So there you go. I, th- I think I made a, a logical argument for my pick. No, there, there was definitely logic in both picks. Um, I'm using too much logic, so um, <laughs> that always hurts me. And I just, I just don't like the fact that it's a heel yeah. versus heel team. Like no, I, hear you. The, I think that, that that never, they never really do that. That also so, makes sense. That is also, I mean, look, it, it sounds like I should be switching my pick, and I have every opportunity to do that between now and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for now, I'm I'm sitting on Italian Tamina. I'm 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 so confident in all these picks that I feel like I can go undefeated, and then I have that like maybe you can go oh and oh and yeah seven. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can go and seven. Oh God, I'm not looking forward to but, this. Yeah, um, but that's 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 our picks. Um, I don't even know when the hell this thing's what time it starts. I'm assuming usually, seven. You WrestleMania usually starts at like. Five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I know, right? But that's what used to be. That's when it was one show, one night. Now it's one show, two nights. Because he's everything you ever wanted in one moment. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll figure it out. Just let it slip. Let me see. Start time, eight p.m. Pre-shows at seven. 
something like that on the bird channel. <laughs> the bird ah, app. Ah. <laughs> Only on the bird app. Yeah, kickoff starts yeah. at 7, show starts at 8, likely ending at 11.30. Mother may I. Oh. It's all not that bad, though. Three and a half hours, as long as yeah. it's not a, you know. You right, you right, you right. But anyway, that's going to wrap up our episode this week. As always, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples, the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Podcasts, you got Apple Podcasts, you got iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Instagram.com slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you're going to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible, because we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, Mr. Certified, whatever you mean to be, that's what I be, baby, that's who I is. Joined remotely by my hetero life mate. Tell him who you are. Man of the hour, man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top. Your boy, the general, your champion, your god. Shades. Now, I hope you all checked out our episodes from the night before today. Tomorrow, the day after, the day after, and the day after. And don't forget to check out all of our episodes from last week, this week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day keeps a bad wrestling away. Peace! Love.